So for those of you who don't know, could you give a, like a brief summary of what you do and, uh, and, and who you are? Yeah. Um, so I'm Katie, K80, um, <laughs> on Instagram and these guys figured it out finally, but I have been a fitness coach, um, and personal trainer for about five years and then got into the endurance racing world about almost a year ago now. Um, so still in my rookie year of racing 24 hour races, ultra marathons, kind of hybrid type races, which includes strength and endurance, um, such as the go rep games. And then um, prior to that, I started in CrossFit in like 2016, did some decently big comps, um, and then decided I wanted to run 50 milers. And so trained myself up, ran some three or four big 50-mile races, and then kind of got into the Spartan Tough Mudder world. So that's where I'm at now. What what made you want to get into ultra running? Or, I mean, I imagine you were active, you know, all through high school, but um, ultra running, that's a different game altogether. It's a different, you have to be a, a different person to do that stuff. So what made you want to jump in? Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of uh, mental work too. Mm. But I, um, so I was in CrossFit. I grew up playing sports. I played ice hockey in college. And then um, at my CrossFit gym in Boulder, um, a bunch of buddies in my of mine wanted to go run the rim to rim to rim in the Grand Canyon. So you go from the south to the north and back to the south. It's a little over 50 miles and you climb each side of the canyon. Mm. And it's brutal. But uh, I was like, you know what? That sounds pretty cool. I've never seen the Grand Canyon. That'd be awesome. And so I just started, you know, researching, figuring out how to train myself up for a 50 miler, doing, you know, really long training rate uh, runs and then just went and did it. And then from there, I was kind of hooked. Uh, I did Bryce Canyon 50 miler the n next month. Um, I did a couple uh, uh, virtual ones during COVID. And then, yeah, went to the 24 hour ones. <laughs> did you have any uh, close calls or anything in the Grand Canyon? That one's kind of scary calls. with water and like, make sure you don't get it hurt because you have to come you back, you know? The only way out is to climb out. If you're close enough to one of the rims, they can send a ranger down on a donkey to get you. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like 20 grand for a helicopter to come in Ooh. if you're at the, you know, the base of the canyon. That's crazy. Um, I didn't really have any close waters. You, you kind of plan out where the water stations are. And we are doing it as an FKT, which is fastest known time, which I mean, the fastest one is, is just crazy. I did it in 15 hours. Um, and I didn't have any close calls, but two of the guys, there was like probably a group of 10 or 12 of us and two of the guys got injured about mile 30. And so they had to climb their way out and we were all waiting at the top until like 10, 11 PM. And you see little headlights come up the, like they, there's a bunch of switchbacks to get out. And like, we'd scream down, like, you know, is it, is it, is it Jeff? Are you coming? And they'd be like, no. And so we waited there forever. And like, we were so close to having to call because we, we didn't know where they were. Um, and they finally made their way out. One of them sprained their ankle really bad and somebody messed up their knee. So jeez, is it Jeff, my Uber driver? Is that you? <laughs> That's like the exactly. show. I shouldn't be alive. It'd be pretty funny. That's crazy. So you played ice yeah. hockey in high school. What? I mean, you're a freaking sad. Is this the same person that was slamming Chris? 
Yeah. Didn't you slam Chris on you the ground? You were slamming Chris? Like, you yeah, that was, the <laughs> yeah that was me. <laughs> so ice hockey. So I, grew, yeah, I grew up in Iowa, and so all my, you know, my brother-in-laws, they wrestled NCAAs. Like, I come from a big wrestling family. Um, all my exes wrestled. And so I've been watching wrestling since I was, like, 14 years old. So I've done, like, kind of one wrestling camp. Um, so that was kind of my experience. But, yeah, I played hockey since I was, like, five Uh there were no girls teams um, in high school or growing up. So I played with the boys up until college, some travel girls teams. <laughs> and then I played with the girls in, 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 uh, in college. But yeah, growing up playing with the boys was fun. They either like were pissed off because you were a girl and they were going to take that or they would like not touch you. But there's checking um, in men's hockey and then in girls there's not. So that was a hard transition. Uh, spend a little bit of time in the penalty box, just trying to like, you're right. I can't check you. You have to like, you know, poke check with your stick and stuff. So yeah. What, what is checking? I guess when you hit them, yeah. when you hit. like, yeah, just using your body. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. That And that's when I saw that video of you throwing her down. Cause she, she, I think she did a competition, maybe that same one or something similar. And I've never seen her wrestle at all. She's, but she has like crazy grip strength and she's a strong right, girl. Right. She's scrappy. Yeah. Uh -huh. And she, wrestled b before y'all wrestled like in a competition before and she threw somebody and down Spartan. and I was like yeah is that okay mm -hmm. so she yep. did that and I saw her throw someone I was like when did you learn how to wrestle right <laughs> and then I saw your video of you throwing her and I was like oh shit yeah I said we need to have K80 on <laughs> yeah. um but that's how we kind of went down the rabbit hole they had that as like the finale that yeah. was cool that was real cool did that separate people from winning you know if you lost your 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 fight uh, you mean in like the wrestling? Yeah, like points wise, like because I imagine it's points, right? Like if you if you win your well, match. so that was that was one v two, so that was for first and second, and then the third and fourth place wrestled each other. So whoever won got third or got first. Is that a thing you're excited about when you do that, or are you nervous? Like like going up against someone you don't know and they're they're just as athletic, maybe. Um, yeah. Is it kind of like your heart starting to beat, but are you like excited about it? Or are you kind of worried? Oh, I was, I was so excited. Yeah, That was so fun. I was kind of, I didn't, there was like kind of rumors at the end of the day that that was going to happen. They started getting out the wrestling math and I was like, yes, <laughs> that's pretty fun. No one else did so, a chance. Yeah, I was excited. No one else did a chance. If you grew up playing hockey, I feel like hockey, I've never played hockey, but I've been on ice a couple of times and I'm, I'm, it's like, you, you're a different person. Like so I played football. So football is pretty rough, okay. right? You're colliding, but oh, yeah. ice hockey, like I see those guys colliding. It's like a, you're, you're going so fast. You, you really, I mean, you could really get hurt playing that sport. Like I, I don't, I'd be too chicken to play that sport. No. So. I don't know. I think football and hockey probably have the same kind of concussion rates. <laughs> probably. I don't know. We'd have to look that up. There's a lot more fist fights in hockey though. Yeah, I feel like yeah, hockey players yeah. have less teeth for sure. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Are you a good skater too, or um, like? The yeah, so I play defense, so I had to. You kind of have to skate well and skate well backward. So. Mm. Yeah, that's something we just don't. have. We're in Texas, so I mean, I th yeah, think oh. we had a team at first, and oh yeah, we arrows. Did. The stars, the stars. Is it the stars? Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know, that's but stars. but yeah, there's not a common sport you do in in Texas, so we never got involved yeah. in that. You have to do something on a hot field in Texas. Yeah, seriously, we're in Texas, Houston, or near Houston. Houston. Okay. Yeah, near Houston. Pretty near much Houston. Near. I had a buddy live in the Woodlands. That's close by, right? Yeah, yeah, that's real close. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So, do you? 
do this like athletic events full time? Um, you said you mentioned you're a nutrition coach too. So your life is, is full of athletics, food competitions, and that's how you make a living, huh? So I'm not a nutrition coach. Uh, hopefully one day I will be, but I am a fitness coach, personal trainer. So I work, um, Google has a pretty big campus here. So I work as a performance coach training all the Google employees, um, with classes, yep, classes and uh, personal training. And then prior to that, I worked at what was CrossFit HQ, CrossFit Sanitas in Boulder. And then I've worked for a couple other big tech companies who have that, like, you know, corporate health and wellness perk for their employees, which is super fun. That is um, badass. That's yeah. Awesome. So that's my full time gig. Hopefully, like, eventually I can kind of transition into just racing um, professionally, but you got to pay the bills. So yeah. both of them work pretty well. How is it working at Google? I mean, what kind of environment is it? Everyone real nice? Are they kind of stuck up? Like, what kind of people? No, they're, they're, they're super nice. So, yeah. um, what's the movie about uh, the tech company? Uh, Intern? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. So, it's essentially like that. Um, Google buildings and um, all their, like, their campuses all throughout the U.S. are, like, those buildings look like that, like in the movie. Mm. Um, you get lunch. You get breakfast. Uh, I coach some fitness classes each day, have some, you know, personal training clients, and then just kind of hang out. Um, so it's a fun gig. That's cool, man. What are the sleep pods and slides and all that shit's real? We don't have a slide. We have a rock wall, rock climbing wall, which is pretty cool. It's like one of the biggest ones. Like we don't have a slide. (laughs) We have a, there are like, there's, you know, there's the barista, there's, um, lots of fun little hidden rooms. There's, they're like hanging sleeping pods, massage chairs, things like that. Dang. And it's all free, right? For the employees, yeah, and for everyone. Um, for the employees and everybody. I, what'd you say? For the employees and everybody. <laughs> no, well, like people like me. Okay. So, like, I'm not technically like a Google employee, right? I'm not a designer, whatever, but I'm a fitness coach at Google. So. That's cool. That's so awesome. Yeah. I'm jealous, man. I'm really jealous. <laughs> go work there. Don't they have like the self driving car too that like drives you around? That's like they let actually self drive. So, the- oh, hey. This podcast episode is brought to you by BCN Supplements. BCN Supplements is a Texas-based company that produces and manufactures everything right here in the great United States of America. The good thing is BCN caters to every single person on the fitness spectrum, whether you're a seasoned hybrid athlete, kind of like myself, or you're a newbie just now starting to pay attention to your health, kind of like Mike. BCN has what you need to make a healthy choice. Lately, I've been using BCN's pre-workout mix and... To be honest, I'm not really a pre-workout guy because I don't like the way most on the market make you feel. You know, the crash and that tingly feeling. But you don't get any of that junk with BCN's pre-workout mix. I've noticed I had more focus during my lifts and more energy to carry through my longer workouts. And that pump you get is just, it's amazing. Drop what you're doing right now and go to bcnsubs.com to place your order today on this pre-workout mix. They got vitamins and they got collagen. And be sure to use promo code CWJM to receive 10% off your next purchase. BCN Supplements, helping build a better you from the inside out. The the campus out in um, the Bay Area, it's like a mini college and they have those and they have like tons of fun little like machines that take you to and from each building because it's so big. Uh, Boulder's a little bit smaller. There's three buildings within Boulder and then the biggest one, it's not quite big enough where you need like a car to get you around. But yeah. 
Girl, yeah. <laughs> growing up, did you think that you would be able to make a living off of a hundred percent like fitness stuff? Um, not really. Um, so I graduated with a degree in design. So I was a freelance graphic designer for a while. Mm. Um, and then I was like, no, nah, I'm tired of sitting at a computer. And I always <laughs> coach like fitness part-time on the side. Um, and then I was like, you know, I'm going to become an elementary school teacher because you know, they get holidays off, summers off. Sounds like a pretty good, you know, <laughs> gig. So I taught fourth grade and then I taught technology to kindergarten through fifth grade uh, for a couple of years. And then I was like, what am I doing? I love fitness. This is all I do every day, all day. Makes me happy. So then I transitioned um, into that. That's great. And with social media now and everything, you make so much money. The, the opportunity to make money as a fitness influencer is pretty, is pretty crazy. Mike and I were just talking about it this morning. Like, 15 years ago, there was no way to make money off of Instagram or YouTube. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're on TikTok too, but there's like so many different avenues to make connections and make money and not have to go to a nine to five job. Yeah. There's that. Yeah, famous, exactly. There's that famous picture of like the guy dressed in a clown suit and uh, <laughs> looking at himself saying, going to work every day, knowing there's a YouTube kid that's 14 making $40 million <laughs> yeah. reviewing yep. toys. Uh, uh, yeah. Are you it's so true? Yeah. You, YouTube people on YouTube make so much money. Um, one thing that's kind of new, well, not newer, but helpful with social media and Instagram is brands. So brands will reach out, um, depending on like, you know, your success level, your engagement, things like that. So that's been kind of fun, um, starting to work with some new brands, kind of having talks with a lot of them, um, figuring out who I want to work with. So, so what does that look it like? Is, is nice. They organically reach out to you, I'm assuming. And do they ask you to prove, like send them snapshots of your, uh, like your activity on your account? Like what does that process look like when a brand reaches out to you? Um, so yeah, most of the time they just organically like send me a message, um, and then we kind of have a discussion, a phone call, emails, uh, they'll either write up a contract. It's usually like based on, you know, what the brand, what you kind of want to work with. So like me making stories or posts about their brand. And I only work with brands that like I organically would use every day because mm. there's nothing I hate more than like it being really fake. Like, Hey guys, use this. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, that's just not me. But like, if I'm out on a bike ride and I'm using, you know, a supplement or something like I'll share about it. Cause I would anyways. Uh, and then from there, it's kind of like, just, you figure out, you know, what each of you want within the partnership, um, and kind of go from there. And then some of them, some of the big ones do ask for insights, um, from your profile just mm. to see your engagement level. Um, so yeah. Golly. That's cool. What are some of your big brands that you got or your, that, that, were, that um, you're, you're a part of? Yeah. So I work with a sodium salt spray called Boa and they're growing pretty big. They're in the tri, they're like one of the head sponsors for the U S triathlon. Um, and then I work with uh, go rock. Um, I have talks going on with grit fitness, noble, um, and fit aid grit fitness, huh? Yeah. Oh, Kenny. Was that before, uh, you knew Chris or after? Not that grit fitness. Oh, oh, a different one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There's yeah. not yeah, more than one. Yeah, there's only there's one. There's like P-Y-R-T. <laughs> like K-A-D? G-R-I-T. Like yeah. K-A-D or what? <laughs> you wait till yeah, Kenny. exactly. They spell it different. <laughs> <laughs> you wait till Kenny hears about this yeah. shit. I'm going to tell him. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be livid. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's it's like an apparel brand. Mm. I don't know. If, what What's G-R-I-T? 
that's Chris's, but what, what do they do? Um, functional fitness. And then they, they okay. train for obstacle course racing, like Spartans Got and it. Tough Mudders and all that. But it's so not, like, it's not OCR though, or not OCR. Oh, okay. it's no, not, not it's CrossFit. Not, it's not CrossFit. Got it. It's like Got a, it. Yeah. Okay. They, <laughs> so they do they do apparel too or they're just like a training company well they make they have shirts and yeah. sweaters and okay. yeah they, yeah. they, they, they try to get in on that too they have a pro team that goes around and yeah they're growing compete. pretty oh, good okay. yeah. they're growing pretty nice. good someone's gonna throw you on the ground one day no not gonna happen <laughs> it's not gonna happen maybe <laughs> what, so what are your dream brands to, you're hoping someone knocks on your door soon that you would totally support and totally love well, what's funny, okay, so I have been wearing, uh, you know the brand Merrill? They're the running shoe? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's surprising. Some people don't know what that brand is, but I've been running in those since I ran the Grand Canyon. Like, I have found that shoe just works well with my foot, and I haven't traded it for anything else. A lot of people in this industry wear, like, BJ shoes and things like that. Mm. Um, I have tried to work with them so many times, and I think I'm, like, the only, like, racer that wears them. And that, I would love to work with them, but they just, they don't, they're not really interested in the whole like athlete vibe. So what the hell's I'll their have problem? to keep paying for my shoes. What the hell's their problem? They're not interested in like being active or fit. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh no, you look too good. No, well, they're they, like, they kind of want to speak more to like the, just the, you know, everyday hiker. And I'm uh, like, cool. But also like, <laughs> come that's, on. That's boring. No. They could expand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know Merrill because uh, I do, um, what is it? Minimalist shoes. And they came up the Merrill gloves and I had a few pair of yeah. those and I really like them, but I think they're starting to phase them out a little bit. So I've moved to like the Vivo barefoot. Vivo is, yeah. Th- those are really nice shoes. I've, I've heard people love those. I should try them out. They have a hefty, like a, just a, a dumb price. Like, you know, people can afford them, but it's like, come on guys. It's like an extra hundred dollars. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> no. But when you put them on, you're like, Oh, this is, this, this is, is quality shit. Are they, okay. Okay. are they better than ultras? I, I like them better. Ultras are just a zero drop. So you have a lot yeah. more cushion yeah. and toe box. And I'm you trying get- the toe box too. I'm just trying to be as like on the ground, like mm. without being barefoot I'm trying to ground. Yeah. I, do, you do, like, do you like the ultras? I like the ultras. Yeah. Mike actually got me into, I was like a, a Saucony guy, a Saucony ah. and like Hoka, but it's, they got cramp your foot. You know, it's not like a natural, mm-hmm. a, a natural mm-hmm. running stance. Um, so Mike yep. got me into ultras. Are you into this whole minimalist stuff uh, or have you ever been? Yeah. um, I, you know, back in the day there was those like toe shoes. uh, What was it called? Vibram. Vibrams. I ran in those for a while. Um, And then I kind of switched to like the zero drop. And now I found like uh, Merrill's not a zero drop, but they're pretty minimal. Um, And that's really like, I've never tried the ultras. I've never really tried anything but Saucony and Merrill. And I just kind of stick with it. I tried a, I'm a pusher kind of. Uh, so you should definitely try. I've been telling everybody, yeah. even people I really don't even know, like you need to try ultras, <laughs> get out of those Nikes because you're going to have plantar fasciitis. You're going to have something like you need to get on some ultras. Yeah. Uh, just like in the Starbucks line, just yeah. like, Hey, I see you wearing Nikes. Yeah. Don't do that. Or if someone's wearing, what's worse, if someone's wearing an ultra shoe and I don't know, and I'm like, Hey, I got, I got them on too. Just completely, <laughs> completely <laughs> different. I, I see you got oat milk. Do you wear, do you wear, <laughs> do, do you wear ultras? <laughs> do you, how do you feel? Or what, I guess what's your thoughts on, you know, we're talking about ambassadors and, you know, having brand partnerships, mm-hmm. all the girls on social media now that just, they don't have to do anything special. They can just do a squat and then do the like, 
Just wear some booty shorts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they, you go and they're like ambassadors of like, you know, Alpha Lee, all those main brands they're the ambassadors of. And that's got to like kind of tick you off a little bit, right? Because there's not, there's no talent there, right? They're just showing their ass off a little bit. Pretty much. And that's like kind of a world of influencers these days is that they don't really have to like, even people with huge training programs, like, have never really done or competed in anything, but they'll do just like jump squats in the living room and be like, Hey, follow my program and get super popular. So that is a little frustrating. But then when you see like just the ambassador, they're not really getting paid anything. They get money off codes and commission. Mm. So like, yeah, anybody can be an ambassador. Um, but if you're, you know, there's a difference between ambassador and being a sponsored athlete. So yeah. they can, you know, they can take all their codes and take all their booty pics. That's fine. With me. <laughs> But they're they're making money off of off Instagram, you know, just by showing the, yes, same, that is true. the mm-hmm. same picture every day. Um, I I don't care to look at them personally. Because <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> you, I you mean, know it exists. You, yeah, he knows know. he knows where they are. Um, <laughs> but you probably see a difference in your posts, right? Like if you if you show a little more, like you get more likes or whatever, and it's. A, and that's kind of hard because you like you'll post one. You're like, well, I didn't get as much, so let me maybe uh-huh. lose this shirt. Like, wear something. <laughs> a little, not a whole shirt, but like just wear a top my, or something. My abs essentially yeah. is all that matters. Yeah, like, uh. really. Like, I'll win like a competition, like the Go Rock Games, or like even World Stuff is Mutter, and people will be like, Meh. like let's see the six pack. Yeah. that's all we care about. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up because that's my main question for today. What? What is it? What's up with these fucking abs, man? My abs? Yes. Can we get a little peek here? Look. Dude, she, I already see them. That's right ridiculous. Oh so look, I I assumed all we have yep. to do, all we have is to look at your Instagram. So we don't have, you know, I, don't, I didn't see any like art, crazy <laughs> articles or anything. So I'm looking, I'm like, this girl probably has natural abs, like minimal effort. She just, just has them. So then I went down all the way to the end and I saw that you didn't always have them and you no, weren't always that, no. that lean. So I'm- nope pretty fucking impressed now how the hell did you you. how the hell did you do this because those are the craziest abs i've ever seen so i um i'm sure you know there's some genetics behind it obviously but i spent a lot of years weightlifting um in crossfit and then on my own and i think that build up you know your muscle and then from there i went into endurance and so a shit ton of running and biking um and i think that combination does a lot Mm. like even today like i'm not a typical ultra runner um if you know at start lines it's pretty funny because i'm pretty bulky (laughs) compared to everybody um i get told all the time you're not you don't run ultra marathons i'm like okay (laughs) but you know i find that being a hybrid athlete the strength training and then the endurance go hand in hand especially for things like obstacle course racing where you need that strength and if you're doing it for 24 hours that's going to take you all night long so I think that's the secret sauce for those of you who want abs. It's it's lifting and it's endurance because you see a lot of endurance athletes and they're kind of that skinny fat, right? Yeah. They, got, they don't really have any muscle. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what works well. Please don't tell me. Please don't tell me. Cheese pizza. Please don't tell me that you eat whatever you want. Um. If I want to look super lean and fit and when I'm like in season, so like this fall, no. I won't eat whatever I want, but there is something to be said with, if you're doing hours and hours of endurance, you have to get a certain amount of calories 
And technically you could get it from really poor sources and be fine if you're doing that much endurance. Um, is it great for you? I don't think so, but you could technically eat tons of Oreos and stuff like that. I don't think you're gonna feel very well. Um, so yeah, I usually stick with like, you know, chicken, rice, veggies, um, mm. but I do indulge in things. So you can, you can have abs and be fit and lean and still indulge. Indulge is probably carrots and hummus. I know. It's like, Oh, I'm cheating. Yeah. No, I'm way. Cheating. no way. <laughs> I'm a bad girl. But... I am. I am a sucker for anything like chocolate or sweets. Uh... So that's my go-to. Like what's your favorite all time? Like, let's go get this right now. I mean, it's not very exciting, but I could eat like pounds of like chocolate covered, like uh, cashews or almonds. No way. Like <laughs> Those are boring. Oh, yeah. That's boring like, as hell. <laughs> I know it's so boring, but it's like my like favorite. <laughs> That's funny. I was expecting some like Oreo blast from like Sonic or something. Mm. Something nice and creamy, you know? See, I don't love, I don't love ice cream. That's mm. not like, you know, a huge, I mean, pizza. I love pizza. Yeah pizza and burgers all day that's a good that's a good go-to have you jumped on any fad diets like keto or like carnivore or like animal-based diets have you done anything like that yeah i would say from like 2018 to 19 i was pretty strict keto mm. like very minimal carbs okay did you that. have did you have abs in too yeah okay she i did i had a lot of fat a lot of protein oh uh, i'm going back to keto it's not sustainable it's not sustainable i don't think um i've also done like intermittent fasting but not like for extended period of time um just to kind of try it out but yeah those two what were the ranges you were keto for like what uh years was it years yeah well it was probably close to a year nine months or so Mm. um and i had like a lot of cauliflower rice but yeah a lot of protein a lot of fat. Oh, God. A lot of people don't get enough protein a day either. Is that so. what, what did you feel wasn't sustainable? Like the way you felt or just how hard it is or what? Um, how I felt eventually like energy levels, obviously like carbs help with that. And as I got into more into like 2019 of doing a lot of running and biking, it just wasn't great. It's just, oh. I just didn't feel well. So yeah. I, but I, carbs, but I still don't eat like a ton of carbs and not a lot of like starchy carbs. Um, and for me, I feel better, but yeah, we, mm-hmm. l- last year, Mike and I, or I guess it was two years ago, we were running a lot more than we are now, but I was doing keto and I wouldn't have any carbs like whatsoever, like no carbs, like all fat and protein. And mm-hmm. we're on our long runs. I just couldn't hang out like a mile. I think mile like 10 and 11, I would die. So then I, like one morning I made those, uh, Kodiak protein pancakes and I was like, fuck it. Let me just, I'm just going to try it out. And I felt like a new person. I think like (laughs) I was able to like run forever. I felt good. And I was like, shit, I need carbs. Like I have to have carbs. So it's been, uh, yeah, it's been carbs ever since for me. (laughs) We, I talked to, uh, like I have a triathlete buddy and there's no like special formula it seems like because like you can eat you know chicken and rice and be good and be good and have bad runs the next day or whatever mm-hmm. but he he's had times where he ate like chocolate cake the day before and was like damn i'm feel like shit and then has the best run of his life mm-hmm. I, I remember we ran a, go ahead that's like me and alcohol <laughs> yes <laughs> i don't i don't condone that but like before every one of my big races like the weekend before even like a couple days before i had a wedding um before spartan ultra worlds and i got second technically third and i like 
party pretty hard because it was like a best friend's wedding. I was like, I have to. <laughs> and then we'll just see how it goes. And you know what? It worked. <laughs> that's uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. We had a, a half marathon. We were just running it ourselves. Like we planned it out. And I went to a friend's house and, and they were partying and they basically pour liquor in your mouth. Like, like, a, <laughs> like at like a club or something. I don't know. They're just different people. But I was like, I'll just have one, one little drink and whatever. And, uh, all night, dude, I left and I couldn't, eat. my girlfriend had to drive me home. I was so trashed, but I set my alarm for like 6am. Yeah. I get there. I look like shit. I smell like alcohol. And they're like, what's, <laughs> are you going to be able to do this? And we ended up running the whole thing in like, uh, sub eight. That was, wow. that was pretty good. Sub yeah. And we're like, what the hell? So <clears throat> ever since then, I'm like, there's no formula, man. <laughs> That wasn't the only Did you only smell time. like alcohol the whole run? Like you're just sweating it out? Yeah, I was sweating a lot. Wow. You sweat a lot when you're uh, hungover. It was like a running joke there for a while because we'd pick up Mike. We did long runs as a group every Sunday. So we, mm -hmm. whenever we picked him up, he was always hungover. And we we're like, I don't know how the fuck he does this. Like he's literally, he smell. I still smell the vodka on him and he's, yeah. he's running. Like one of those rock stars. Cause I was running a lot longer than them before. And then uh -huh. I would, I would run out there. I was like, all right, seven forties boys. And they just started and they were like dying. And I was like, what's wrong with you guys? Yeah. But I didn't realize how much training I trained for a marathon. So I was like in it. And they were starting to get into it, but they were like, this drunk motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> I can't catch up with him. Maybe because it's vodka. Do you stick with vodka usually? No, I drink all kinds of shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just kidding then. I was like, maybe that's the secret. Do you, are you conscious of like, um, healthy or drink drinks? Like, you know, like vodka, water, or like tequila, soda. I just, I just love vodka. I had yeah. too many like bad college nights on tequila so i just kind of like <laughs> i don't want that anymore so not because vodka is healthy i just like it yeah but with water or like like a soda or like vodka soda yeah yeah is that ranch water people keep i think what that's is, ranch water that, okay it's like club what? soda right R ranch water yeah is, is that, that ranch water I don't know. I don't know what that is. I think, <laughs> I think so. Have you seen the show Yellowstone? Oh, that's where yeah. it's coming from. Oh that, yeah, that's where it's coming from. It, one of yeah. the guys is uh, he did a commercial, but I think it's uh, Topo Chico. Yeah, that's what it is. That's, that's what, what, it what is? makes oh. it ranch water. But I think okay. it's vodka. Every time I order, so I started tequila and soda with lime, and they're like, "Is that ranch okay. water?" And I'm like, "Why is everybody asking this? I, I just want <laughs> it's just three ingredients. We can call it ranch water, or just or just make the three. <laughs> just start ordering ranch water yeah. and then see what happens. See what they bring you. Hey, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. you, you you are a she's smart one. She huh? did go to she does work for Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wait, you guys ran you ran you ran marathons, but it seems like you run a lot. We used to, uh, he has like yeah. plantar that he's still trying to get over. And, um, I just stopped wanting to run, but we, we've done, uh, marathons. We've done, a um, 50 K we started getting into oh, ultras. Nice. We did, um, we did a grit, like our grit over here, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, challenge is <laughs> a 24 hour challenge that we had to run. Was it four miles every hour? Yeah. It's a group of four, okay, yeah. Yeah, a group of four like a people. team event. So we're really into athletics he is more than I am. And I like, I just can't, uh, I want to be interested. So like I started playing basketball again, so I can like run okay. and not know I'm running and, uh, trying to like do some diet stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to get those abs. One yeah. Day. There you go. One you gotta day. do what's fun. You gotta do what you enjoy. Yeah. 
I don't believe in that. I don't believe in fun. Oh, I, just, I just like working out. So I can't run. <laughs> running was Mike got me into running. I hated running. I ran in track in high school. It was awful. I hated every minute of it. But he got me back into running. But so now I'm trying to baby my leg. I got some hip flexor crap going on. But I've been doing a lot of lifting. Um, so okay. I, I lift a lot. But I've been. I, so I started. I started flirting around with some cold plunges. Do you do any like saunas and cold baths or you know cold showers? I love cold plunges. So mm. especially in the winter here, um, they always do stuff down at the Boulder Creek where you can get in the the creek and then even like after some long runs and stuff, I'll go stick my feet or legs in. Um, and it's pretty cold. It gets a little warmer right now, which is kind of nice, but yeah, the winter's brutal. Mm. How is it, how is it being in Boulder with all those animals? <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy. I live right near the base of like one of the big parks with a bunch of trails and there's always like bears coming down the alley. There's foxes, um there used to be a lot of porcupines there's skunks my dog gets sprayed by a skunk all the time because he just can't figure it out um it's awful it's been he got sprayed twice in like the span of three months oh gosh yeah how do you and get he got, the actually smell got pneumonia the second time because he inhaled the skunk spray oh my god yeah. that's awful i know i didn't know that could happen yeah <laughs> tell him i said hi hunter Hey, you have to say hi if you're gonna walk through the screen. Is hey. he, that's that's wonderful hair right there. That I'm jealous of his yeah. hair. Real man looks like. Does it? Does he get a perm? Unless <laughs> you guys are constantly consuming masking, or you is that coffee or protein? <laughs> Dude, that hair is amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> No, Dude. it looks amazing. And probably haircut. Yeah, I'm probably actually going to get a haircut today. Not kill no. it. No. Curly mullet, dude. Nobody can do that. I can. I got straight Not hair. Not the back. Not the back. Not the part the back. in the back can stay, but the front. You have to understand, it's kind of like Medusa. Like, these things are like snakes, living creatures that are just <laughs> constantly fucking up my day. <laughs> you got to feed them, man. I'm jealous. Yeah, I know. That's why I take masking her. <laughs> that's why I take masks. I'm going to go buy some right what now. What are you guys talking about? Uh, lots of things. Lots Where are you guys stuff. based out of? Texas. Texas. Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Have you guys heard of a company called Turtle Box? Mm, no. Uh. Uh-uh. Dude, the it's best speakers on the planet. Like I'll, get them to send you, I'll get them to it's send awesome. you guys some. It's basically like um like an Armageddon box. They're indestructible. You can throw them in the water. You can party with them. Really? Whatever the heck you want to do. Dude. They're out of Houston. You guys should get some. It's just a Dude. box? It's a speaker. It's a, box. It's a speaker box. box. Like, you know, it's kind of like Sonos for badass people, though. Okay. You know, Sonos is for people yeah. that like went to a prep school. Yeah. And probably wear, you know, what do you call those things? Like the Waterberry shoes, like the old Chuck Berry's type shoes. And yeah. then um, they had the Fat Boy shorts. What were they called? Chubbies. Them? Chubbies. There you yeah. go. Chubbies. Chubbies. Yeah. That that's a Sonos thing. I'm more of a turtle <laughs> box guy. It's for like lumberjacks and dudes that shotguns uh, cores like cores heavy. You look, yeah. you look like you break some wood, like you chop wood in the back just for fun. All day, dude. Is that you where you were? At our cabin out in the mountains, we mm-hmm. we chop wood constantly. Yeah. Like it's like 95 degrees outside. I don't need to have a fire, but I'm still <laughs> chopping wood. You just throw the wood I out. I got him like a really cool like custom axe, um, but it, he says it's too pretty to use. But oh, it is too so pretty. cool. That, that's I'm like, thing. that's the point. Just use it. Break it. We'll yeah. get a new one. I that's a thing. You gotta buy him another one so he can put that one in a glass case. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. that's what I need to do. I'm, I'm literally like on the verge of quitting like real exercise and just <laughs> only like picking up rocks. I've always told Katie, it's like when I get married and have children, my daily task for the day is just to dig the biggest hole in the backyard possible or pick up the biggest rock to just 
show my dominance in the family, and that's it. Better watch out. Today. Get to China that way. Better watch out. There's this guy. That's right, dude. There- and I'll just bask in a lawn chair for the rest of the day. <laughs> There's this guy on TikTok, and he's like gotten famous just for chopping wood. And I think that that's a pussy. <laughs> hey, show him what chopping wood's all about. Fake. Is it or fake? like the wood's fake? A lot of people say that. Oh, so you know which one I'm talking uh, about, right? I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. You get sent that stuff all the time. I'm the kind of guy. You come, you come to my page. You'll see me riding a unicycle chopping wood. Yeah. Now that's a real man right there. I can tell by <laughs> the way your legs hiked like up. Nice press, like. Uh, he's got his, what do you call him, car hearts. He's like taking them to the dry cleaner so it looks good for his video. Pressed, yeah. Not this guy. I'm on my thigh highs taking down trees. <laughs> I could see a lot right now. He's I was going to say, be careful. Yeah, Katie always <laughs> says I'm like a walking uh, lawsuit. Well, like, <laughs> we were going to like a, a friend's, like family friend's uh, kid's birthday party. I was like, you cannot wear those there. Like, we're not going to have any like miss slips. Like, miss not slips. Gonna- <laughs> this is the difference between me and a pervert. The shorts are for me. For a pervert, the shorts are for the children. You know, oh, I mean, this is just this is a me experience. I'm not even thinking about. The we need to All we right? need to have another podcast with him. Oh, Golly, funny. he done took over your podcast. I like this. I'm sorry. Guy. I like- came out here to get some ass. <laughs> he does this. He does this every time. He's like, "Oh me, oh, welcome, yeah. oh me. I'm not that funny. Look at me. <laughs> Let me talk for ten minutes. Yeah. Straight. You know, he did his hair a little bit before he came out. Yeah. Kind of gave it some volume. What if he came out butt naked? <laughs> like those videos, like yeah. when they're on a he meeting. Probably would. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I love it. He's a little fireball, isn't he? He's a good guy. I'm a big fan of his already. I'm gonna go follow him on Insta. So, what what are the close encounters? Have you had any close encounters like with bears or freaking mountain lions or anything like that? Um, I've seen a bear, a black bear, off a trail. Um, but that's about it in Colorado and out in the in Crestline where he has a cabin out uh, by Big Bear in Southern California. There was a huge black bear in the backyard and he was like getting in the cold plunge and tearing up the top of the hot tub. <sighs> so I went outside with the camera cause I had to see him, but I stayed close enough to the car, like just in case I needed to jump in. <laughs> and he was, he was really cute. He was big. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, I, the only other like encounter was with a porcupine and that was in Telluride for the Spartan ultra world championships. Mm. And it was right after, I don't know if you guys know, I got that huge penalty the like 90 minute penalty for missing a couple of burpees. Oh yeah. Shit. That was a bummer. And so I was going up the trail on my next loop and it was like 10 PM. I was like, gosh, dang it. Like this sucks. Cause that's going to put me way behind. And this giant porcupine just like pops out and just stands on the trail. I was like, I don't know the survival techniques. What am I supposed to do? Like make noise, <laughs> run away. Um, and it just, yeah, it just like looked at me and we just stood there for a couple of minutes and then it left. I was mm. like, okay, wow, <laughs> cool. <laughs> It's so fun. You know, I was talking about animals. I met athletes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I learned a lot about animals. I didn't know. But, well, because Boulder's like the hub for like. Oh, and athletes. <laughs> for like athletes. <laughs> Me and you were on the same level. I thought he was I was going to stop animals. you, but I liked where you're going. So <laughs> okay. I'll let you. Um, yeah, there, it's become like a pretty big endurance capital of the world of um, or of the country for training. Um, so it's kind of fun to have a lot of big OCR people, you know, Chris moved out here, um, training at elevation. You just can't beat it. Mm. Um, it's fun to go down to sea level and compete. And then, you know, for the first couple of days and then it's, it's normal again, but, 
um, yeah, it's a good place to be if you want to really, really improve. Are you, um, I didn't know. I thought you gave me the finger. I did a little bit. Season. Okay. But if you have some, we have these like social cues that, uh, we give each other cause we don't want to interrupt <laughs> like each for other. Your pause. Well, no, like, so we do this little finger thing. Yeah. We, so it, we finger each other. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like if he has a question, he'll raise his finger, and that lets me know that I need to shut my mouth, and vice versa. <laughs> that way, we don't talk over each other. That's how we. Just we, so you know. Yeah. That's, but anyway, that's smart. I don't even really notice the finger either. Oh, I would try? think you could like tug your ear if you have headphones on. So I don't know why. <laughs> I'm grabbing his butt. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. You could go under the camera. Don't I look never at her, know. Don't look at our hands. Do you? Um, I'm at. Uh, you know, being a female in the sport, and I feel like the sport's gaining a lot of traction. Do you hope to, uh, you know, help bring more females into the sport and, and kind of be like a, a shining light? Because when Chris was here, there's a lot of young girls that were looking up to Chris. She was like a yeah. like a beacon almost, you know. So is that the yeah. same for you, like in your hometown or the area that you live in currently? Yeah, and especially when I go to like races and things like that, um, I always try to like talk to the girls or younger girls. Um, I kind of grew up in a male dominant sport playing hockey. Um, and so I definitely think that it's, it's super important to get more females into the sport. And like, you know, I tried to show that it's okay for girls to have muscles and be strong um, and confident. And so that is, that is a big thing that I like to kind of promote. Um, and I hope that more girls are going to get into the sport. Um, Cause I think that would be really cool. And I think it's growing. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Can you beat your boyfriend up? Um, at certain things. At certain things. What's the um, thing I'm you better got at pickleball. I'm better. Obviously, he thinks he can beat me at hockey, but he cannot. <laughs> or skating. I was like, honey, you can't even skate backwards. Um, <laughs> he, he's definitely faster than me. Um, that's that's a given. Um, but I can go longer than he can. Mm. Um, yeah. So what what we about always, wrestling? We, we definitely, what? What about wrestling? Um, he's just like 200 pounds. So maybe if he like shrunk down in size, I could have a chance, but there's not any technique in the world that could, uh, that could help me when he's just 200 pounds and he can just sit on top of me. <laughs> wow. Are what? you, are you, are you tall? Like how tall are you? I'm five, nine. Okay. Damn. I thought you can handle it. You have to do yeah. some more weight training. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just got to bulk up. <laughs> <laughs> what? That'd what? be. Uh, That'd be pretty hard. I'd I'd have to put on like I don't know seventy pounds, sixty pounds. Oh yeah. Well, I feel like yeah. girls these days, like every every girl's working out. Every girl wants big shoulders, a large back. Like you know, ten years ago it was you know be as skinny as possible. Oh, probably not ten years yeah. ago. Maybe fifteen years ago, like being skinny was the thing. Now it's oh, becoming yeah. like. You know, which is awesome. It's becoming a thing where girls like are going to the gym and just just doing deadlifts mm -hmm. and squats and shit now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. It's it's fun. There's that <laughs> funny like TikTok like where where it's like when did girls decided to get like fit or buff, and then like all the guys go to the gym. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's, it's pretty funny. I'm I'll send it, it to you. I have to look it up. <laughs> that, do you, I, go ahead. Do you do you do any supplements? Because like going back to your picture when you're not buff i like but buff has to be a northern word but uh <laughs> going back to that like i i saw one of the races you were running you you did have some size on you i mean you still have some size on you so yeah. how do you keep that size is it just you work out so much or do you put on like do you do protein or creatine or anything like that 
So I'll always have protein. I try to, you know, consume um, as much protein as I need a day. Um, and then I'll spend, so like beginning of the year I do like more hybrid type races. So like there's the, you know, high rocks, there's go rough games, things like that. Um, and then that's kind of all a lot of like weight training, lifting right now is kind of like bulk season. Um, so I'm spending a lot of time in the gym so I can kind of build up that base. And then when we get to the fall, when it's all endurance, you know, I will lose a lot of muscle, um, just like I did last year. It's pretty funny. The difference, uh, by, you know, November after WTM, it's like all gone, or at least to me, it feels like it. And it really is. If I got on a scale or I did measurements. Um, so I have some kind of like base and, and some muscle going into that. Um, and then from there, it's kind of like, you know, just all endurance and then we'll start the cycle over. Hmm. That's great. What are some of the big events that you got coming up that um, you want to promote or anything like that coming up soon? Yeah. So uh, Hunter and I have been doing uh, single speed mountain bike races. So we did go Uh-oh. pro games in Vail. We have um, what's called the point to point. It's a 22 miler in Winter Park this weekend. I'll have another mountain bike race in uh, July. And then from there, I hit. Uh, August is a big training month, and then I'll have we're going over to Sweden to do swim run world championships wow. uh, as a team, which is going to be pretty intense. It's like you basically swim in between all these islands, and then you run. The longest run is like a half marathon, and then the longest swim is a couple miles, and then it's just different distances. So that's kind of crazy. And then I'll do Spartan Ultra World Championships. Uh, I've got like kind of a hybrid event in October, and then WTM in November. So it's just all all coming up. That's it. Just, so just I'm, that. I'm, I'm real ignorant. What is WTM? World's Toughest Mudder. Sorry. Oh, okay. okay it's okay. yeah, yeah. So it's uh, Tough Mudder's 24 hour race. Oh shit. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you won that right before? I did. I won that last year in Vegas in the desert, which was brutal. <laughs> is that what keeps you? Just you... ran on. Go ahead, sorry. Sorry. So go for it. Is that what keeps you going? Because you you won it. So did you win it? last time like the last time they had it or yep okay so you're trying to get your championship back right keep that title yeah so i've won three pretty big races and now this year it's gotta i gotta keep my title show it wasn't just like you know rookie luck yeah because i I see that i feel like i hear that once people start doing spartans they kind of drop off the mutters is that true yeah yeah um they're definitely they're very similar um but they're just different the obstacles are different um, when people kind of get hooked on Spartan, they kind of go all that way. Cause they have the beast, which is the, the 12 mile race. And that's like a series. Um, and then they have the ultra. And so, yeah, I would say that's probably true, but yeah, tough mutter is a whole different world. Uh, they do five mile loops, um, still like 20 obstacles per lap, um, for as long as you can. And that community is like, people have like colored hair and piercings and like tattoos. And it's just, it is so much fun. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Tough Matter community. That's great. Well, Katie, yeah. we're big fans of yours. We greatly appreciate you setting time aside to, to come on the podcast. And we wish you success. We know you're going to kick some ass. So we'll be rooting for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was fun talking to you guys. Yep. Appreciate you having me. Awesome. How can people follow you on, on IG? Well, they can go to K80, um, <laughs> K80 underscore night. Um, they can find me there. All right. Thank you, Katie. Yeah, cool. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.